Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Bella Colina bride Ali Iorio about her recent wedding. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear about this venue, Bella Colina, and what it's like to plan there, and of course, how everything turned out for Allie. So welcome, Allie. Thank you. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'd love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided to have your wedding at Bella Colina. Well, actually, we were planning on getting married at Disney And I was even on the phone with them, like, about to book that day. But we ended up not getting the date we wanted. We went to a lottery. And comes to find out that my fiancé, he actually wasn't really wanting to do a Disney wedding after all. So we didn't end up going with Disney. And I was pretty devastated. But then I remember seeing a few brides on the official Diz Brides group on Facebook get married at Bella Clean and I always thought it was so beautiful. So I started looking into it and I showed my fiance and he was all for it. So we just went with it. That's fantastic. Was this a destination wedding for most of your guests? Yes, we're all from Pennsylvania. So everyone either flew or drove down. Okay. And how many did you invite and how many made the trip? We invited about 40 people and I would say about 28 guests came. It was a small intimate wedding. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was really nice. So Bella Colina has a lot of different venues and two Mm -hmm. different packages or collections. Which collection did you choose? Well, since we're having a small wedding, we went with the intimate package. And our wedding was on a Monday. So it was even cheaper just to have a wedding on Monday. So we just went with that package since it fit our needs. That's great. So for my listeners who are interested in the options at Bella Colina, the intimate package has a $2,000 venue fee and you can have up to 50 people. And the food and beverage minimums range from $6,500 to $7,500, depending on when you want to have your event. And they say that the whole thing lasts about five hours. And then they have what they call a general package, which has a $3,500 venue fee, but you can have up to 240 people. And those food and beverage minimums range from as low as $8,000 to as high as $28,000 for six hours. So that would be more akin to a wishes event. Mm -hmm. So now, Allie, one thing you mentioned when we were talking earlier was that they require you to hire a wedding planner from their list. How did you go about that? Yeah, so when we didn't really know that until we started talking to them and we kind of questioned, like, will we be able to do this? Because it it was quite a big expense. My wedding planner, she cost $1,000. So, yeah. And then another one I reached out to, she was she was 1500 So we were just, you know, can we really do this? You know, because it was pretty pricey. But we just ended up going for it. And our, we were able to have our wedding planner. She was with us the entire process. You only need a day of coordinator. 
but you know, she we had her the whole time, so it was it was really nice. Oh, that's interesting. So someone theoretically could get away with just having a day of coordinator. Yes, but everyone I reached out to, there's three people you can choose from from the vendor list. Only two got back to me, and the planner who charged $1,500, she was only going to be working with you for a month. And I went with Vanjie De La Concha, and she charges $1,000, but you get her the entire process. So I thought it made sense to go with her. Yeah, that's a good point. Especially being a destination wedding, it was really great and convenient to have someone the entire time helping me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you're so far away. Yeah. Now, which venues at Bella Colina did you choose for your ceremony and reception? For our ceremony, we picked the atrium. We were right in front of the fountain. And then for cocktail hour, we were at the reflection pool, which is right in, like right behind the atrium. And then for our reception, we were in the clubhouse since it was a small, intimate wedding Got it. And did you choose it based on the decor or just the size? Well, they do have ballrooms there, but for the intimate package, I don't think you can choose that. They're too big of a room anyway. You can also get married on the lawn or I think there's one other location. Oh, there's a a wine cellar room. Even if you have a smaller wedding, you can have a reception down in the cellar. So we just chose the clubhouse because it just was... Small enough, but yet big enough for, like, have a dance floor and everything we wanted. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Now, did you use their recommended vendors for floral and photography and things like that, or did you find your own? Well, for floral, my wedding planner, she actually has her own floral and decor business, so she even took care of all that for me. The Floral Events of Distinction is her company. And then we also used DJ Gary White. He is on the vendor list. And then Kevin Knox was our officiant. He's on the list also. But then for video and for photography, we used our own from the official Diz Brides group. That's where I found them. We used Vicky and David Arndt, and then we used Trinity Cinema for video. That's great. Yes. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline for how the day ran? Yeah. So what I wanted to add was for my package, at the time when I booked, It was only four hours of event time, and we actually added two extra hours because I did not think that time was going to be long enough. So if you want to add an extra hour, it's going to be $500 per hour. They actually gave us an hour free, so that was really nice. So we had two extra hours. So we arrived on property at 2 o'clock, and our ceremony will begin at 4 to 4.30, and then 4.30 to 5.30 will be cocktail hour, and then from 5.30 till 10 o'clock will be the reception time. Okay, great. Did it end up feeling like enough time? Honestly, I wish we added even an extra hour. Not, not We had enough event time, but I feel like I wanted an extra hour for pictures and just not to feel as rushed. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Did you plan additional events surrounding the wedding, like a welcome party or dessert party or anything? No, we did not. I mean, everyone, everyone, we we met them in Disney, and we also had our rehearsal dinner. Those are the only events that we really did. Oh, that's great. Where did you do your rehearsal dinner? Well, we had the rehearsal at the venue, but then we actually had a rehearsal lunch 
we went to Maggiano's for my husband is a manager at Maggiano's up here where we live. So we were able to go down there and we had a, a great lunch. It was really, really good. That's fantastic. And I've heard other Disney brides recommend Maggiano's. Yeah, it's really great because it's served family style and you get so much food and it's so delicious. So I highly recommend it. They were really great to work with. That's a great tip. Before we continue, I wanted to let you know that my book, Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, is now available in print. I know some of you had been asking for a version that you could throw in your purse and take with you and mark up, so I have made it available through blurb.com's print-on-demand service. So what that means is that whenever you order it, it's going to be the most recent file instead of one that got printed a year ago and is totally out of date. Now, because it is so expensive to print the guide in full color, I am offering two different versions on Blurb. So the high-res version is full color with a beautiful glossy cover, and it looks just like a book you would get at a bookstore or on Amazon.com. The low-res version costs half as much, and it has the same wonderful cover and all of the same information that's in the high-res version, but the printing quality of the interior pages is closer to what you would get from a home color printer. So if you don't really care about the images and you just want the information and the planning pages, that would be a good option for you. So you can find out more right now on my site, fairytaleweddingsguide.com. And now on with the show. So when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your time or your budget? I would say we focused most of our budget on floral and decor. It just was really important to me. I just think it added a lot of, because we went for like a romantic, dreamy vibe, and I just wanted like beautiful flowers and like candles. We focused a lot of our money on that. Did your wedding planner cut you a deal on floral and decor since that was also her company? I mean, I think our prices were pretty reasonably priced. Like I would com- like if you're comparing it from Disney, the prices were reasonable. So I wasn't really too worried about that. They seem pretty like average com- like if you were to compare it to other floral companies in the area. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And it was just really nice. She was just able to do everything for us, you know, just I didn't have to haul down candles and cylinders. She just had all of that. So it was just really nice not having to worry about it. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Now, which aspects were less important to you where you maybe saved some money or you saved your time? Well, you're required to have lighting in the reflection pool area. At least it says it's required. When I reached out to the companies to get those string lights, it was going to cost like between 700 to $800 just for two string lights. And I just thought that was kind of ridiculous, especially for just an hour of cocktail. So I asked my sales coordinator if that was really necessary. And luckily she said, no, it's not. So I just, you know, the lighting was not important to me. So we just, we nixed that. It was just too much money. So that's the one thing we just, we got rid of. And that's a good point. You can always feel free to ask if you're not sure about something or if you have a preference. It's a good idea to ask because as it turned out for you, you didn't have to do it. Yeah, I always asked. Even if they told me no, I was like, well, at least I asked because you just never know what they're going to say. And I mean, even though those lights were so beautiful and I wanted them, but I mean, there was plenty of light for pictures later in the evening. So I just wasn't, it wasn't a big deal. It turned out beautiful. That's great. Yeah. 
What ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I would say probably our first look. You know, it was a really intimate moment, and I was the first. I was against it. I wasn't going to do a first look. I wanted to, like, we both wanted to have me walk down the aisle and that be the first time he sees me. But my wedding planner, she just, she kind of pushed me. She's like, you really should think about it. And I'm so glad she did because it ended up being such an intimate moment and something I'll really, really remember forever. So it was, it was really, really nice. That's wonderful to hear. And it also just allows you to have more time for pictures. Like we would have, we really wouldn't have had time for all the pictures we got if we didn't do the first look. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. Did anything go wrong or not turn out like you expected? I think everything went pretty smooth. I'm really not aware of anything that went wrong. So, yeah, I mean, if there's something did, they didn't let me know. And I, yeah, it just was, it was great. (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) And was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? You know what? No, I would just say working with Bella Kalina, like, they were just so transparent. I had no concerns whatsoever. I knew exactly what to expect. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something all brides would like to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you started planning? Hmm. I mean, not really. Bella Kalina, is, they have really great communication. So you know exactly what all the options are. And they respond so fast. Like I would just ask them, like, is there something unique I can add? And they would just know right away, like what to suggest. And I just felt like I knew all the options. So I got a, you know, I just was really great that I knew all the options. I didn't have to, like, I never looked back and thought, Hmm, I really wish I had that. You know, I had everything on the table before, you know, the wedding day. That's interesting. That's a good point because often I do hear Disney brides say, I wish I'd known that I could have had this or I wish I'd known that I could have done that. I know. Yeah. So I'm really glad that they, they knew all the options I could have. And yeah, just, it was really, really great. I loved working with them. Fabulous. Do you have any tips or advice for someone who might be considering a wedding or vow renewal at Bella Kalina, maybe even as an alternative to a Disney's fairy tale wedding? Yeah, I would. If you're definitely if you're going to have an intimate wedding package with them, you should definitely add on the time because it's just needed. You know, I, I, even adding the two hours, I felt a little rushed. So I would have even added an extra hour. And, and I would also have considered getting ready on property. We got ready at the uh, Disney Polynesian Resort. And that's about 40 minutes away. And... You're only able to get ready on property with the vendors who are on their list. So I really wanted to work with Stacy from Fairytale Hair and Makeup. So I just decided to get ready at my resort. But I just think that if you, you know, if you're, you can relax and take your time if you just get ready at the venue. And it's, it's so beautiful. The locker rooms are just so incredible. I wish I could have just hung out there all day because they're just that beautiful. And, yeah, and so I just really would recommend thinking about getting ready on property just so you can just spend more time there. That's a great tip. Yeah. And then also something I would recommend. So the minimum food cost for my wedding was $6,500. Since we've only had about 30 guests, we were $2,000 under that minimum. So we had a lot, a lot of food that we needed to 
make up for. So we added so much food. So what I would suggest, if you're looking at getting married at Bella Kalina and you're having like a small intimate wedding, like the same size as I did, before you sign your contract, I would suggest asking them like, hey, can you possibly like negotiate this food cost with me? Because I tried asking them maybe about like a month or two before the wedding, if we could lower the minimum cost. And they're like, I'm sorry, you signed the contract. You know, if maybe if it was before that, we would have. So I would just really suggest just negotiating prices with them because they even, even when before we signed, like the security deposit was $5,000 and they let us only put 3000 down. So I think they're really, really great to work with. So just negotiate with them if you really want to get married here. That's a wonderful tip. Yeah, definitely something to consider. And it's great to hear that they're so flexible. Yeah, they really are flexible. So I just think every bride would love working with them. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Right now, on the official Dis Brides group, I have sneak peeks posted. And they're also on my Facebook page. Okay, I'll get some photos from you and put them in a slideshow in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Great. Well, Allie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone who's considering Bella Colina or just looking for an alternative to Disney's fairy tale weddings. And I appreciate your taking the time. Yes, of course. I had a really great time chatting with you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, disneyweddingpodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. 